morning, everybody, and welcome to episode number five of the Everything Podcast. I'm Brody Schofield, and this is day number two of the challenge I'm creating to post a podcast every single day. But it's also a YouTube video, so if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast, subscribe. Uh, super excited that I'm continuing the challenge. It's day two. Still a lot of days to go, but hey, we're just laying the bricks one brick at a time. I wanted to, uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the challenge that I'm doing to discipline myself. So if you didn't listen to the episode yesterday, I've always kind of struggled with finding discipline in the things I want to achieve. Uh, I've wanted to start a podcast forever, um, but I've never really, you know, been able to continue doing it because I've only done it on the days that I was motivated and that doesn't work. You got to be consistent and you got to be disciplined. So I created a challenge for myself to see if I can be disciplined and make myself build a habit of recording a podcast, posting content and trying to build a personal brand. So it's a 30-day challenge. Uh, I got to post on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube shorts every day. I got to post a video and a post that is written. I have to do one podcast per day and upload it onto YouTube. I have to do two workouts per day. I got one workout done today. I got another one to do. I have to listen to an audiobook for 30 minutes, and I have to write my goals down every single day before I go to bed. So that is the challenge I'm doing to myself. So here's podcast episode number five. I'm actually uh, really excited about the, the podcast you know, yesterday was kind of exciting thinking about discipline and just even though I might not have topics or I might not think it feels right to record an episode, you do it. And I think that's what separates successful people in the podcasting world in any form. You know, I've been listening to uh, the book Endure, uh, Endure by uh, Cameron Haynes. Uh, it's an amazing book. Uh, he's probably the best bow hunter in the world, but he's probably also one of the hardest workers I've ever heard. You know, I've read a lot of these books, and he's by far one of the hardest working people I've ever heard of. So listening to his book has been motivating, and he talks about a lot of the same stuff, giving it your all, giving 100%, and being disciplined even on the days you don't want to do it, on the days you don't have ideas. Um, so Cameron Haynes is awesome. I've been listening to that book. But I also last night was sitting down doing some research and listen to a podcast episode with Mr. Beast. If you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's probably the, I think he's the best YouTuber in the world. I think he has the biggest following, close to 100 million. And he was talking about how he grew his channel. And it was so fun listening to it because like right now my camera is not great. I'm doing it on my computer. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't even want to watch it because the camera, the microphone's okay. But you listen to Mr. Beast, and when he started, he didn't even have a microphone. He didn't even have a camera. He had to do it on an older PC and an older computer than what I have. And he just said it's about doing it consistently, posting content, and trying to figure out and be yourself and create the content you want to create. And you know, if you do it over the long term, you'll pop off and you'll be able to build a brand. But it's over the long term, and it's about building discipline and being obsessed and so that's kind of where this discipline challenge came from. Uh, and I've been very, very passionate about discipline the last couple days, weeks, thinking about it a lot. And I, I wanted to start this episode off with a quote that I uh, posted last night on my social media 
But if you don't follow me, uh, I just want to read it on the podcast. And the quote is, discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment by Jim Rohn. So I think, you know, it's funny because I didn't think about it until now. I've listened to all these, you know, self-help gurus and these people who, who, you know, say they, they know the way of the world and the universe. And they talk about, hey, you just got to visualize it. You just got to dream it. You just got to do it. But what they don't talk about, a lot of them anyways, they don't talk about doing it. And so like at my young age, when I fell in love with self-help gurus and all this, you know, fun, motivational stuff, well, pretty soon you're just hoping and writing your goals down on a yellow notepad and hoping they come alive when you're not actually, you know, putting the work in. But now that I've started studying discipline and seeing what successful people actually do, uh, and not even, you know, there's a lot of successful people in the world who aren't famous or who don't have a lot of money and they're disciplined. They go to work every day. They, you know, they, they just are hardworking people. And those people live a different life than those who don't have discipline and those who are just hoping things happen. So that's how I'm starting the show today. But the topic that I'm going to get into today is one that, you know, really hits home for me because I'm talking about small towns and living in a small town. Um, So if you've listened to the podcast, I might have mentioned it. If you haven't, uh, I haven't mentioned it. This might be your first time hearing it. But I, I grew up in a very small town in Utah. So super small, so small. We don't have, you know, stoplights. Uh, stop signs are still a new technology to us. Everything around us is dirt roads. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of pavement. And so I grew up in a really small town. Uh, and I wanted to talk about it because, you know, the other day I was like watching a YouTube video of American Idol or something. I can't remember it. This person came on and said, oh, you know, I grew up in a small town. We only have 10,000 people. What? You have 10,000 people? Or, you know, uh, you know, well, we only had five stoplights. What? You have five stoplights? You know, and so for someone who's really from one of these small towns in Utah, it's fun to talk about. And it's fun to see the difference of what people think is a small town. For example, uh, the small town that I'm from. We, when I, I was student body president in our, in high school, and when I was student body president, our school had 124 kids, not in my class, but from grade seven to 12th grade. So from seventh to 12th grade, we had 124 kids. And when I tell people that, uh, a lot of people are usually from a bigger city and they'll be like, what? 124 kids. We had 2000 in my class. And so we're, we're a super small town, but I wanted to talk about a few things of the fun, the pros, the cons. I consider them all pros, really. There are cons to living in a small town, uh, but I consider them all pros. But growing up in a small town is pretty awesome. Uh, you get to know everybody. You get to know the community really well. You get to know your school really well, and you get to develop you know these relationships more where, you know where you know each other better because, you know, like my friends that I have, I know them super well because that you just get to know them well because you hang out with them every day. Even, you know, outside of school, like you you have a really high likelihood that you'll see them outside of school because it's so small. And so I love the community part of things. Everybody kind of knows everybody. Everybody's willing to help each other. Um, 
and it's super fun. I love living in a small town. I love it. It's it's awesome. Um, you know, but there's a lot of things that are iffy about living in a small town. Like we're an hour away from a city with an actual grocery store. So like a Walmart or a Smith's or anything like that. We're an hour away. So it's like once a week you get like, for example, there's a lot of people who live where I live and they drive in every day to go to work at this bigger city, which isn't even that big, but it's a bigger city. And they're driving in an hour every day for me to go to college. I, I, I'm in the process of going to college for me to go to the community college. I have to drive an hour every day to get to school. So it's, it's interesting in way like there's difficult things about living in a small town, but you learn pretty quickly that you, that you adapt really quickly, right? right? Like we as humans adapt really, really quickly to, you know, this small town living and how things work and, you know, somebody can pick up groceries because they're already in town and like it just, it works. Um, but the pros, you know, if you go over the pros, the community is the best. I think the community is the best pro about everything. But I also think you have some opportunity, like, how am I trying to say this? I'm trying to say like in a small town, you have a sense of calmness right? Uh, in cities, like I moved to a city. So I moved to a city when I was selling real estate. I moved to a bigger city, like an actual city. And I moved to a city and started selling. And it was like, everything is nonstop. It's just hustle. It's nonstop. It's everything's busy. Everything's, you know, the day you're just trying to get the day over. And it's nuts. It's just a busy, busy life living in a city. In a small town, you know, there's like, for example, when I moved to the city, one of the things I struggled with most was going to sleep at night because there were so many lights everywhere. Like when you grow up in a small town, like my small town, you have mountain ranges and there's not very many houses and there's not very many people here. And it's pitch black, you know, like you sleep in dark. There's no lights. There's no like you don't hear cars going by. It's just small. Like it's just small and peaceful. And when I moved to the city, that's something I really struggled with was trying to sleep at night because of the lights and the noise. And like there's little things like that that are hard to get used to when you grow up in a small town and move to a city. So I love the calmness. I love, you know, being able to have space. Like I love being able to just walk outside, go into the, you know, looking. I'm a huge mountain geek. And I love being able to look at mountains and see mountains and like, like you can drive and be away from people and go up and relax. Like it's always relaxing. I feel like in a small town, people travel to small towns for the weekend because they want to get away from the crazy, you know, cities and the nonstop hustle and the nonstop, just everything, everything is nonstop in a city. But the, con the, the opposite way to look at it, too, and the, the reverse way is when you live in a small town, there's nothing to do. So, like, when sporting – like, right now where I live, basketball season's coming back up. So, basketball season is on the horizon, and that's what the whole community gets excited for because our basketball season is the thing that brings everybody out of their houses, and it gives them something to do. Like, there's not a lot to do, especially in the winter. In the winter, there's less to do than anything. And so 
growing up in a small town has its pros and has its cons. But I wanted to tell some funny stories about growing up. You know, one of the cons also is, you know, I said it was one of the pros, but it also could be a con is everybody knows everybody. And it's very much a feeling of everybody knows everybody about everything. And so I laugh all the time. I always make a joke. It's like, you know, I hear all these celebrities complaining about, you know, whenever I explain, I'm like, I hear all these celebrities complaining about paparazzi and TMZ. But if you live in a small town, it's even tougher because everybody knows you. And everybody's trying to figure out everything about you. So, like, it's a very interesting dynamic both ways. Like, the community's great, but sometimes everybody has to get involved. And then in a small town, everybody has to have an opinion on what happened, even though they weren't part of the situation. So, it's it's really interesting in that dynamic. The thing that I, you know, I lived in a city for a while and I moved back to the small town. And who knows, I'll probably end up in a city again. because. Um, school. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing school, but if I end up in a big city again, you know, it's going to have to be smaller than the one I lived in. And that's hard to do. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's fun. It's an interesting dynamic, but I would never change anything. You know, I hear some of my friends and people say, Hey, I wish we would have grown up at a bigger school. I don't, you know, yesterday I had a conversation with my, my education professor. And she said, you know, she, we were talking about bullying in schools. And, you know, I'm not speaking for every small town, by the way, and I'm not speaking for my school even. But from what I noticed, living in a small town, going to a super small school, there's less bullying in, these, in, in a small school because everybody kind of has everybody's back a little bit. Now, there's going to be, of course, the making fun of people. Like, there's always going to be that. No matter where you live, I have a feeling there's always going to be that little bit of harsh fun. Like, I always took – I actually had a, a conversation with a student in that class, too. We were talking – we both grew up in small towns. He grew up one in Wyoming. I grew up one in Utah. And we were talking about it, and we were talking about bullying. And we both kind of laughed because – you know, we were talking about it and he, and I said, you know, you know, what's weird is I feel like even if there was a bully, I would not have known. Like I, I kind of laugh things off. Like, it's kind of like fun. Like I always thought it was a joke and maybe they really were trying to bully me and maybe they were like, oh, you're really stupid or you're really, you know, ugly or whatever they might've said. I don't know. I'm making all that up. But if they would have said that, you know, it's kind of like a joke. You laugh it off. You're like, oh, that's funny, man. Cause you probably know that guy like you know who's saying it really well and you can laugh it off i think you know and he he had the same thing the kid i was talking to the student in my, in my class said he said the same thing he said you know i felt the same way he said i think someone could have been bullying me but he said i laughed it off and i thought it was a joke and we thought we were being funny and and that's kind of how the small town vibe goes and that's why i would never change my high school experience. Everyone says, I can't believe you grew up in that small of a high school. How difficult was it? It's like, ah, it wasn't that difficult. The worst part is, the worst part is, is there's not a lot of people in the school. So like when I was going to school, there were not a lot of girls in the school. So it's like, you don't really date. You don't have the option because there's like four girls in this, in your class or in your class or in the school. It's like, okay, yeah, this ain't, mm. That's not going to work. You know, like there's cons to it as well. But like the pros to it is like in our school, there's no tryouts. 
in sports. So kids can try new things without being cut, and then they can see if they like it. So like a lot of kids would play basketball. A lot of kids would try golf. A lot of kids would go to the play and audition and try, and they would usually end up on the play no matter what. And so, like, that's a pro. You can also look at it as a con. You know, I know people who say, ah, oh, we need tryouts. We need to have this kind of stuff happening. It's like, okay, I see the point. But I loved it. I thought giving kids an option in high school is awesome. We also got a lot of flexibility on what you can do. Like, I was fortunate enough to quit basketball. And I've always been passionate about, you know, talking and microphones and everything. Like, I've always wanted to have a job where I could talk into a microphone. It's been something I've wanted to do forever. And so, uh, like, for example, this is going to go kind of go off the rails right here. But, like, when I was a kid, I would literally for Christmas say, hey, I want a microphone for Christmas. I want a microphone for Christmas. And I would play as though I was a sports broadcaster. At the time, I was into WWE, so I'd take the microphone, go to my trampoline, and start, you know, going on this manifesto of who's, you know, who I was going to beat in the ring that night. Like, funny things. And ever since I was a kid, I've been obsessed. I've wanted to have a job where I could talk in a microphone, a job where I could have a platform. And, like, that's from a very young age of, like, wanting to have a microphone. So when I got into high school, I quit basketball, and I said, what do I want to do? What do I want to try? And so I started a sports broadcasting program where I was the play-by-play announcer for our basketball games, our volleyball games, and it was so much fun. And that became a very popular thing. And so, you know, living in these small towns, it's easier to get opportunities. Like the superintendent of our school also has his office right by our high school. So I got to know the superintendent. Like kids can't say they know the superintendent. Like I got to know the superintendent of the, our school district pretty well. And that's a benefit because he knows a lot of people. And it's like if you keep relate, like you can really keep relationships good in small towns and those can lead you to things. And I wasn't ever trying to like get anything from him. But, you know, having that connection with him saying, hey, I want to start a sports broadcasting program was massive because he's like, yeah, dude, that's awesome. Let's do it. And you figure out a way to do it. And so small towns, in my opinion, can give you as a student, as a kid, it can give you some more options. But a con to living in a small town is some of the mindset within a small town. So when you grow, I think you've probably heard it from, you know, celebrities and people who talk about it, who grew up in small towns. But they talk about how, you know, a lot of times in small towns, there's not I, I don't want to say this like for everybody, but I'm speaking from what I noticed. There's not a lot of big dreams. It's like you got to just go get a normal job. Like they don't really, you know, I don't know how to say this without making us sound like hillbillies and rednecks. But it's like you grow up in a small town and people really aren't thinking about dreams and goals. They're, you know, they're thinking about getting a job, a normal job and working 40 hour work week and then being able to just have this life where, you know, you work and then you have two days off and then you go back to work and you just do this over and over and over again. But you have to do it to live in a small town because there's not a lot of options here. But also a lot of people don't believe in the inner, like don't believe in the power of the internet, that you can build a personal brand that can allow you to do what you want to do. And so that's like a diff, you're surrounded by people who think you just have to get a normal job, who think you just have to live a normal life. And there's nothing wrong with normal life or normal jobs. But for some people, they just, I can't, like, for me personally, I struggle to wrap my head around it. Like, even, like, 
a normal job to me. Like, what does that mean? I don't want to just be a normal person. Like, I don't want to sound like that bad too either, like an ego thing. Like, I don't want to be a normal person. No, what I'm saying is, like, I just don't want to have a life of 40 hour work week. Like, I want to work more. If I love what I do, I want to work more. If I want to go on vacation, I just want to go when I want to go. Like, I want to have a job. If I, if I end up getting a job, which, like, I'm thinking about going into insurance right now. Uh, and if I go into insurance, if I go into the financial service business, it's like, okay, that's still a job where I can live my life, where I can do things that I want to do, where I can sell as much money as I – like, you make as much money as you want to sell. Like, I can do these things. And so I'm looking for a job like that. I'm working on my podcast. But that's what I love about small towns. And it's super fun. And it's an environment that I would never, ever change in my life. I would never change the way I grew up. The best, you know, for me personally, one of the best parts of a small town was all my family lived here. So all of my dad's side of his family and all my mom's side of the family lived here. And you got to see him a lot. Like, I get to spend a lot of time with my grandma and grandpa. And that's amazing. Like that's something I, you know, I've always told my mom and dad that like when I have kids, that's what I want. I want my kids to be able to know their family really well, for them to go into a school where they can feel like they can do stuff, where they can try new things, where they can, you know, figure their life out. And I feel like that's the best part. And I also want them to go to a place where it's calm and it's peaceful. And, you know, so many cities right now, so many cities are in these political battles like everything's politics here in this small town you get away from it it's like you're secluded from it and that's the best part you don't hear the outside noise from cities because we live a different life you know 75 percent of the people here work in oil and gas field but also there's a massive amount of ranchers like 75 percent might be high but a lot of people work in oil and gas and mining and that's what they do and you just don't get a lot of the outside, like the outside noise coming in here. And I don't want the outside noise. The outside noise is so negative right now in the world we live in. You know, the outside noise is this political drama that is happening every single day. And I don't want it. I don't want that. I don't want to hear about it every day. Like we hear enough about it on our phones to live in a place where that's nonstop happening. Where literally politics are you know, radical, like there's a lot of radical politics going on right now. Like, I don't want to make this a political show, but there's a lot of radical politics going on. And we're so separated in what is happening right now. We're separated, you know, like, like the thing I was talking the other day, it's like about a small town is it's slower to evolve. So all this political stuff, and I'm not saying either side, I'm saying just political stuff. All this political stuff is slower to hit us. Like it's slow and you don't get a lot of the outside noise. And we don't want to have the outside noise because the outside noise is just a bunch of drama. And people here don't want it. It's why you live here. It's why you come here. It's because you're surrounded by mountains. You're surrounded by quiet things. And the community gets along. And that's what I love about a small town. I don't want to go to a place where politics is everything. I don't want to live in a place where it's just nonstop speed, nonstop fast, nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. I mean, life is nonstop. It's always going. It's always going to go. But to be able to go outside, to be able to just go run and not have to worry about anything, 
it's amazing, man. I love living in a small town. And that's why I wanted to create this episode is to show people that living in a small town, yes, we, there's some stereotypes of rednecks and, and you know, everybody's cousins and whatever. But living in a small town is something that not all people could do. It's the same as not all people from here could go live in a city. A lot of them couldn't. I met a guy the other day who's trying to move from this small town to get to a smaller town because he believes it's getting too busy. <laughs> and trust me, it's not that busy. So, you know, living in a small town, if you can do it, if your body's adapted to it, is an amazing thing. And it's super fun and it's a positive experience, at least for me. Is there, you know, things you can't do like you can in a city? Yeah, but you figure out how to do it. You figure out what to do. You figure out things that you can do. You go play basketball. You go do something. You drive an hour to go do something. It's just what you do and you adapt and you become better at adapting. And I love living in a small town and living in a small town has taught me all the values I hold near and dear. And it's taught me a lot about myself and it's given me all the skills that I think are pros and benefits to living in a small town. So those are some of the things I love living about in a small town. And that's what episode number five was all about. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, this might sound stupid, but in five episodes, I already feel like the podcasts are getting somewhat better. So I'm super excited to continue my discipline challenge. Uh, you guys can try something out of it like your own. I recommend doing a challenge. If you're someone competitive, I think it's a great thing to do. I'm super competitive. I'm competing with myself right now to see what I can do, to see what, see if I can be disciplined. So I totally suggest you try it out. You, you do a challenge, make something happen in your life, be disciplined and start laying those building blocks. So thank you everybody. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of everything. I'm Brody Schofield. Have a great day. And Hey, maybe look on Zillow. Maybe you want to move to a small town. Thanks everybody. Have a great day. Okay.